Welcome to the DNA Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Pugh, and join with me today are the wonderful, the impeccable, the amazing, the adorable, and the ever-so-fashioned uh, Robin Bryan from Galaxy Pops and Beyond. Uh, I am joined with these gentlemen because they know something that I don't know about that I know, gasp. Uh, there's a nerdy culture that I am not overly familiar with. Uh, Funko Pops. This is a thing that these guys live, breathe, and eat, uh, and have some really cool stories to talk to us about. Um, I was able and lucky to meet these guys at the Two Guys in Comics and Collectibles Expo back. Oh my God, how long ago was that? Was that a couple months now? A couple months, months ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Time has flown. Yes. Uh, and I've been trying to get these guys on the show, but scheduling conflicts have been difficult on both sides. But I got you guys. I got you guys now. And I got Brian. Yes. Uh, it wasn't originally, I don't think he was going to come on the first time when we were right. originally scheduled. Well, we were kind of talking about maybe having him on, but we weren't sure. And, yeah, know, I, I, he, he me, just, so. he, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you could bring him out in public. I'm proud of you for that one. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Um, I also, uh, before we get into this episode, I do need to apologize to the listeners. It has been hectic. I know this episode is coming out late. Um, typically these episodes come out on Wednesday. However, uh, family emergencies, uh, one of my co-hosts breaking her ribs, doing medieval fantasy things. Um, yeah. And then my computer deciding that it's going to get itself completely corrupted by updating the windows software. So that was, that was, that was fun. Um, and last but not least, uh, we do have a sponsor for tonight's episode, FossilCrates.com. Museum quality replicas conveniently delivered to your door with various boxes of every price range. These sets are designed for the casual collector to the dinosaur connoisseur. Use the code DNA10 to get a free dinosaur t-shirt with your next order. FossilCrates.com. Museum quality replicas. 65 million years in the making. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Um, so before we get into Galaxy Pops and Beyond, and we get into Funko Pops, I feel like we should get to know you too. Uh, so, Rob, Brian, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, obviously, you guys are into Funko Pops. Are you into anything else nerd culture-wise, or are you just like, this is your niche and that is it? Thanks for having us on, definitely. Um, I think Brian's a lot more of stuff besides Funko Pops than I am. So I'm cool. more Funko Pops, definitely. But I know Brian, what do you got He's else? a Funko guy. I liked the... Um... I like to go to wrestling signings and meet like, you know, the old school wrestlers get like oh, a, okay. something signed by them, you know, like an eight by 10. Um, no, nah, dude, I'm definitely into like the nerd culture. I watch a lot of star Wars, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings, you know, whatever's the new one of the day, the stranger things. I'm so immersed in that. And, uh, you know, Funko pops are kind of like a way to bring it all in. You know, they got a Funko pop for just about every genre, you know, every character, you know, exactly. you name it, it's probably out there or going to be out there. Yeah, like you said, Stranger Things, things like that. I love that show. And there's tons of Stranger Thing pops. Something for everybody out there for that kind of stuff. So does it? So, so before, like, I want to get into Funko Pops, but I want to when because you guys collect these and you see all these different Funko Pops, does it entice you as a Funko Pop collector to go explore other nerd cultures or? Uh, pop cultures in the sense because of these Funko Pops. Do you see when I'm like, oh, that's cool. What is that from? Huh? I want to go check that out. Yeah, no, definitely. There's always some cool Funko Pop stuff you run across. You're like, what's that show from? That looks really cool. Then you definitely go check the show out or the movie, whatever it is. It definitely happens. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes when uh, like the Funko Pops come out way before, and then you know the, the movie comes out like later, I'm like, oh, you know, I I, I work in reverse. I would like hmm. to see the movie, get a feel for the character, and then oh, now I'm gonna go buy every single Funko Pop. Of this guy. <laughs> I mean, an example of that was um, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like, okay, they had like a slew of like the mini puffs and like all the characters. I'm like, okay. You have no clue what it's about. You're like, yeah, I don't yeah, know I'm about like, that. That yeah. one looks kind of cute. That's cool. But then, like, the movie came out. I'm like, oh, now I want to get them all. Right. <laughs> so, because you told us about, like, you like to watch a lot of shows, um, one of my favorite things, Dungeons and Dragons, has a good series of Funko Pops. They have a Tiamat, they have Mix and Boo, they have a Beholder, they have a lot of the classic OG stuff. Uh, did that ever entice you guys to ever play D&D at all? Yeah. I've always wanted to learn how to play. I've never played. Really? You've I've never played? Wanted, never played. Oh. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Always wanted to play. Never, never. Don't know how. Wish I learned learned a lot, long time ago. Not not so much the Funko Pops, but like watching Stranger Things uh-huh. and uh, how like, you know, their love of the game kind of ties into their like real life adventure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Dragons. Yeah. Just true too. But I, I've I, always I, wanted to. I love that you mentioned Stranger Things and that, that because my next door neighbor he is i don't want to say he's a closet nerd but he's 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 becoming he's coming into fruition he's going through nerdy puberty right now he's still in that awkward stage and i love it but him and his wife approached me because they they know i'm a nerd and they know i do dnd and he's kind of like so uh i really want to try dnd is it is it like how they do in stranger things and i said um <laughs> The campaigns typically start that way, but then they go more Monty Python and the Holy Grail afterwards. But yeah, they kind of start there. It's like, all right, we kind of want to play a game. I'm like, done. But yet, I I like that. And that's, I, that makes me like Funko Pops a lot more. Like, I own a few of them. Uh, I do. I have uh, a couple D&D ones. I have, my neighbor actually gave me a Mr. DNA uh, from Jurassic Park. I've got a few dinosaurs. And then I got my son because he's really into H.P. Lovecraft, the giant uh, Cthulhu one. So, okay. yes. Um, but I, I, I've always been so curious about this. Um, so talk to me a little bit here, since you are the gurus of this. What is the history of Funko Pops? Like, what is this phenomenon of these, this thing that you guys cherish so much? So Brian started collecting a long time before me. Like okay. I've been collecting stuff for about three years. Brian okay. started a long time ago, and I used to make fun of him and his wife for collecting them all the time. You're spending all this money. What are you doing? And let me let me put the story out there first. Brian and his wife Amy, who are both really good friends of mine, they're like best friends. I did a um, a YouTube thing one time, and I was like Brian and his wife, and she's mm-hmm. like his wife. I'm only his wife. I'm like Amy <laughs> is one of my best friends, along with Brian. But the two of them were really collecting. And okay. then I started off, I got a couple of Red Sox ones because I'm a huge Red Sox fan. And then next thing I'm buying all kinds of Funko Pops. Okay. Like crazy. But Brian and Amy definitely got me into collecting them. Okay. So. so so let me ask you, Brian, then. What is it? Where did, why is Funko Pop such a popular thing? Where did it start? Do you, what's the, the history well, of it? Well, the history of Funko or? Yeah. Well, I mean, they started off with like wacky wobblers. And um, like their their mascot, Freddie Funko, they used to do like these wacky wobbler type things. And I guess it kind of just progressed into like the Funko Pop. And, 
you know, for me, it started on a random Father's Day. Uh, my wife got me a wicket for Father's Day. And, you know, like 400 Funkos later, you know, <laughs> <it's a huge laughs> <red hill. laughs> you know, we're still there. Uh huh. But I mean, but- like, so for example, like, you know, like, I love like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker are probably my two favorite characters. And like, mm-hmm. I just gotta, you know, I just want every single one. I mean, even though they're like barely, it's just like a nostalgia thing. Mm. I mean, they even have like a, um, a transformers line mm. and, uh, you know, growing up in the eighties, you know, everybody's got, you know, loves Optimus prime. I got a Voltron know. one. That was a huge one. I love Voltron back in the day. So, but for it- me, for me, it's like it's just the nostalgia feel. Honestly, is that is that, is that what brings people to it? Is it just the nostalgia and this love for a fandom that they have been a part of, or a movie that they were passionate about? Yeah, I think so. It's just, like Brian was saying, you watch a movie, I was like, oh, I love that character and everything, and then oh, there's a Funko Pop, I got to grab that, put it up in my desk or in my room, whatever. You know, it's something you just like to collect. They know that. That's why they make like several different variants of, you know, every character. It'll be the same exact thing, just a little different color. And there's certain people out there that have to have every single one of them. (laughs) So, and this is an item like, because when I look at these, like mine, the ones I have, I keep them in the box. But for me, that that's that, that, that nerdy tick in my head where I'm like, you know, it has to be kept in box, new mint in box. Um, Is that a thing? is it is it why i guess i don't even know how to ask this question but i'm more of like is it designed was this product designed to be taken out of box or is it just is it just that collector's item well when i first started collecting oh dude i just ripped that thing right Mm -hmm. open and i kind of put it right you know right next um, on my dresser you know and then i did because i you know, I didn't really understand the whole really collecting to mm. like value or whatever, but uh, no, I mean, we took them out the box. I mean, I, I can tell you, I have an OG, like it would be considered like a blue box, big letter, Boba Fett and Greedo, which are like a couple hundred bucks each. You know what I mean? But you took them out of box. But I took them out of box Cause they're cool. And they, yeah. and they still just sit on my shelf. I mean, so- for the most part, all of my, mostly all of my uh, pops are in boxes, but uh, my wife, takes hers out of the box you know she's she's collecting them for her not for somebody else right that's what my co one of my david would say my co-host he's like are you collecting something for you or are you collecting it for somebody else so the the retail so obviously there's some resale value for these things yeah yeah definitely i all mine are in box i haven't taken any out i just you know i put them on a pop shield put them up on the wall you know i have a bunch on display in my room so. so what is one of your favorite funko pops that you own um, I have a few. So I had a custom made uh, Winnie Cooper Funko Pop from the Wonder Years okay. uh, that I made because there's no Wonder Years Funko Pops. And I brought it down to Christmas Con. What was it last November? I think yeah. we went Christmas Con in New Jersey and I had her sign it. Um, she actually put it on her Instagram and Facebook story and everything. She liked it so much. <laughs> oh. I have right here. I know you can see, but yeah, my Winnie Cooper. That's awesome. Oh custom i had that one and then it's not mine i got it for my daughter the same guy that made this custom which was uh jeremy he works uh he has his own thing i think it's in utah or something like that um where's his thing is other, other side studios and he had my daughter just graduated high school so i had a custom made pop made so not 
only can you buy a collection. You can have custom made stuff. Yes. That's insane. Yep. Oh, the I I don't you that's probably I now I'm gonna get have to get one of me for the DNA <laughs> podcast. I have to get a custom made Funko Pop. Um the only problem is I don't know how they're gonna be able to replicate this gorgeous face onto plastic. Might be um, tough. It's oh. gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. I'm not gonna lie. Um uh, so th- this is a question I asked you at the the, the expo, and unfortunately, since the, the, that piece didn't get to get aired because of just background noise, was just unfortunate that night that day. Um, the 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 TikTok sensation of opening up Funkos and opening them up and finding something in the head uh, is it true? No, that's definitely false. That's totally fake. You've oh, never, right? seen, you've never seen that? You've never seen that? There's people How going around, they cut it open, they're like opening it, saying there's stuff inside the head. No. Yeah, you've never seen that? Like I'm there sure. was a mini Harley Quinn inside Harley Quinn's head, and then there's all these like silicone or like uh, gel brains inside of them or plastic brains when you Jewel open it up. Things. Yeah, like, yes. Yeah. yeah, no, that definitely doesn't uh, happen. <laughs> Brian, you want to test it out on your <laughs> Wow, we got like a whole bunch right here. Let's nah, none of these ones. <laughs> um, uh, what is the because obviously your business is you you guys have a business that is based on that. And we'll get to that in a sec. But what is actually you know what? Let's get into this because I want to know the origin story behind uh you know Galaxy Pops and Beyond. I want to know how did this business come into creation, and what made you decide to do it. Um, well, you know, I was collecting a lot of Funko Pops and, you know, everyone's always looking for certain Funko Pops. I keep seeing it. It looks like it's a great business. I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. It's something I can do on the side. I love going to shows and setting up a booth and stuff like that and having people come and look at everything. So I was like, why not make a business out of it? Make a little bit of extra money. I can use that money to fund extra Funko Pops for myself, my personal collection for one. <laughs> and I just enjoy doing it. So, you know, I don't, Brian, have Brian usually come out with me most of the time. So I'm really bad at selling. I, I'm more of a buyer. I just like to buy Funkos. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then, like, no, but I got like a ton of like, um, like doubles or I have like, you know, I do a lot of mystery boxes with the family, okay. and, uh, you know, just because I want that one Funko pop out of like 700, 1700, you know, and, and I never get it, but never. So I got a lot of stuff that I don't normally collect. So uh-huh. what am I going to do with it? It's just right now it's kind of sitting there. I would like to get rid of it. Right. You know, actually, Ryan, what is your favorite Funko Pop? Yes. Said, yeah, what is yours too? Oh, man, my favorite Funko Pop that I have at home is my Luke Skywalker that is autographed by Mark Hamill. Shut up. Dude, I kid you not. Oh, I'd love. Now, when we were at the expo, you were telling me about a and a funko pop that was stupidly expensive and the yes. only reason i remember this story yep. is because you're talking about the mystery once so I was bring it up, yeah yes because <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this like many other collectibles uh this there there are some high value ones here and i it blew my mind then and i just tell me this story of this amazing funko pop that you guys have found so Brian found this mystery box and it was all Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He loves Star Wars. He was grabbing them. One of my friends did. I was like, yeah, let's, I'll grab one too. And we used to do like some YouTube stuff, um, just opening mystery boxes. 
Mm-hmm. And um, he opened his. Next thing, there were how much was it? Like twenty bucks, or it was like thirty-five bucks. It was like thirty-five dollar okay. box. Yeah. Okay. I open it up. And it's like Qui Gon Jin. That's like 2016 New York Comic Con. 1500 piece. And it was worth like a thousand bucks. Crazy. And Brian's a huge Star Wars. He was just like, oh my, are you kidding? That's the one he wanted. I was so mad. I'm not even going to lie. (laughs) So, but this is, you guys are, and I, I love your guys' business and I love that you're passionate about, but how hard is it to sell the things that you guys get because the the way you guys are getting and distributing them how hard is it to just sit there and go you know what this one's going on my shelf i definitely do that a little bit (laughs) i definitely do that a little bit but i I i'm trying to stick to more and there are my stuff that i love to get them signed okay ryan and i and his wife which my friend amy yeah he's not my his wife my friend also we always go to comic cons together and i love uh getting autographs and stuff on them so i try to narrow it down to keeping the ones that i'm going to get autographs and stuff now okay without going crazy because i already have like you know, i don't even know i can't 400 plus 500 i've run out of fingers just my personal personal collection <laughs> never mind ones to sell on top of that so what was one of the most unique funko pops you've ever seen well, the Qui-Gon Jinn was definitely the most expensive one I've seen. Um, Unique-wise, I don't know what about you. What do you think? I don't know. That's a really good question. I wish I had known that one ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> unique. I said unique would be my custom <clears throat> one that I had made. Yeah, well, yeah. Let me ask you this. Is there is there one that you've seen that you're like, this will never sell ever, and it sells pot- – like, it just absolutely sells? anime one so crazy I, I don't know i don't know that much about anime i wish i knew more because i just kind of buy them blindly at this point and okay so hopefully they sell but and people love anime pops you're just like this will never sell and you put yeah, it up and then it's like, it, oh boom, it's gone it's gone <laughs> yep lilo and stitch or stitch sells a lot sells really well really really well with stitches now, do you sell more when a movie or a show is coming out? So case in point, since you're a Lord of the Rings fan and you are a Game of Thrones and Stranger Things, when a season of Stranger Things starts up, do those sell quicker than they would beforehand? Definitely. Yeah, and, and with that comes like the increase with their value. Okay. You know what I mean? So like when uh, Stranger Things, the last season came out, like uh, a Max, Max Funko custom or costume Funko, like just shot up like it was normally i think it was like a 40 or 50 dollar pop now it's like over a hundred dollars really yeah. what was it um thor the secret what was a uh secret wars thor secret wars thor so the female thor mm. got it for like 10 bucks i shot up to like 65 70 because the movie came out with natalie portman and stuff and that shot right up so, so does was- does that cause you to like do your research now when you're buying Funko Pops? Like knowing, let's say knowing some of the comic book lore, do knowing that Fantastic Four is coming out, you're like, okay, I need to go pick up every Galactus that I, because you know when that's coming out or when Reed Richards and you know Thing and all them, you know when that movie is going to come out that you're able to sell them that way. Yeah, so especially you- if there's a chase, which is a special edition one, not every yes. Funko Pop is a chase. But the ones that do, they're one of six. So, like, um, the boys, Starlight, mm. her uh, her pop 
skyrocketed or chase also went up to like 70 bucks so there's rarer versions of the same funko pop yes they have like sometimes they glow or what other variants are there when they're chases oh sometimes they have like a whole completely different mold like different pose or blood on them yeah. and there's no blood you know huh so all right let's say i want to get into funko pops let's let's say as you know <laughs> don't as now me personally i have way too many hobbies as it is uh my wife would probably murder me if i started getting into another collection but let's say she gave me the blessing and says hey you know and i'm like i want to start collecting funko pops um how what is the best method of going about this do i pick a certain genre should i stick to you know what i the things you know what what's the best way to get into collecting um well i would say start with what you want like start with what you like so mm-hmm. you like D D. you have if you didn't have them i would say get dumb and then like you know if you like a certain character go that route but i mean don't get you know don't get like caught up in like the brand new pop or you know the must-have of like this minute because in like you know next minute it's going to be worthless you know what i mean yeah. So, for example, um, when WandaVision came out, mm. everybody everybody wanted that uh, Funko Shop exclusive Pietro, you know. And at one point, like, like Funko sold it for fifteen bucks, right? Immediately shot up to like like one hundred fifty bucks, mm-hmm. right? And then then it restocked, and then like I think I checked it yesterday, and it's like twenty bucks. So, so it's again, it's like comics. Yeah. It's- Wow. What, what's that thing? Uh, the fear of not, you know, we don't have the it. FOMO. Yeah, the FOMO. Yeah. Fear of, that's fear of missing out. Funko. Like I had a ghost rider. I bought mm. it for 30 bucks off of Funko. Immediately was able to sell them for 200 bucks. Now they're down to 120, 140 maybe, but right away people, there's certain ones, people, I got to have it right away. If, don't get caught up into that. Definitely not. Yeah. Because you know, once he, you know, in the end, up again right. for a few months and then it'll die down when something else comes along and then so forth and so on wow there's a there's a big one that we're looking to try to get so the red sox september 1st where i'm a huge red sox fan so september 1st uh the red sox are doing a pedro martinez funko pop don't tell them because they're ah. all gonna go and get it <laughs> <laughs> but there's three different variants of it what you know one of them's a home uniform one of them's an away uniform and then there's a bronze one and it all has something to do with how many games he won or how many games he pitched. And really? There's only going to be like 7,000 of them. So what's Fenway? Like 36,000 people, you know, the first seven, 8,000 people are going to get Funko Pops. So wow. we're going early that day to get them. Wow. Now, is because this is a bigger, this is a big fandom, is this, is there regional exclusive Funko Pops? So is there Funko Pops I can only get in the UK versus the United States? Yeah, they have certain what Asia ones and things like that. You can only get over there, but they always end up over here. Maybe you spend a little bit more and stuff, but they're only over there, not here. Definitely. Wow. Um, so, kind of going back to the the the, the you talking about you know collecting them in the 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 comic book style of them. When do you know to sell these Funko Pops? Like. I mean, you can almost gauge it by, like, a new season of a show coming out because, mm. you know, they're going to release, like, 
another another set another line so if you got like that original one i'll probably shoot up a little bit and you can you know get in like that every time like a new season of a show comes out or a movie yeah nice um what are some of the biggest regrets you've ever had with a funko pop is there a funko pop you sold too early or didn't buy and you fomoed no, there's definitely some I've sold wicked early. So even some of the anime ones sometimes, like I'll get one and I buy a collection from someone. I don't like to hold on to super high pops because I'm afraid they mm-hmm. might drop and stuff. And I don't even remember what it was, but there was one. It's worth like 150 bucks, and I sold it, you know, right away when I got it. Someone wanted it, and also two months later, it's like 300 something dollars. I'm like, ah, geez, um, that or not, not as expensive, but uh, Selena you know mm. the, uh, the singer there mm. she had a funko exclusive i kept one for my personal collection i had i bought a second one to sell and i sold it right away for you know 40 50 bucks and that shot up to 110 120 bucks and it's been staying there it hasn't dropped what about you brian um well i fomoed when i like was getting into it like like a line came out of like star wars and there was like 12 of them and i'm like you know what buying them all I bought them all and i'm like why don't i just buy all these <laughs> i like them i like them but like you know when like the lines have like 12 13 14 20 pops like where are you gonna put them all but um as far as like selling like i sold a um anakin versus obi-wan uh uh like movie moment mm. i sold that when i first got on the whatnot for like 80 bucks and uh I was actually regretting it this past weekend when we met uh, you and McGregor. I was like, that was so awesome to get signed. I wish I didn't sell that. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we went to Fan, Fan Expo Boston this past weekend. So. Yeah, dude, I spent a lot of money on autographs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got Migna Wen from, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, she plays Fennec in uh, Mandalorian. Got yes. her to sign a couple Funko Pops. She's super nice. She was awesome to meet this past weekend. Yeah, and him and Amy. I, I don't know. Right? You're going to be able to see him, but like. Uh, yeah. Got, got a bunch. So. I got, we got a bunch. Oh, you got some signed by Kevin Smith and uh, yeah. Jason Muse? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I and, love uh, that. David That's awesome. Tennant, 10, uh, the Hobbits, minus Elijah Wood. And is that, and oh, is that David Tennant's ones? Oh, my goodness, yep. man. That's awesome. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. I'm super jealous. And then uh, my daughter, even. My daughter's even in on it. Got Oogie Boogie and Jack Skeleton. That's awesome. Ah, that's I, I I like that this is a traduction of nerdy culture here. And not even just nerdy culture, but like fandom itself. Because obviously I would never consider being a Boston fan, Red Sox fan, or any kind of <laughs> sports fan a nerdy fandom but yet you're still in the nerdy fandom and it kind of, it's almost like that. It's that gateway, like collectible. <laughs> it yeah, just yeah. gets you into other what, ones. What was it on Facebook? Was it you or Amy that posted the other day? What you like the best about it is it brings the whole family involved into it. Oh, I wrote that. Right? You wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. You know, cause his daughter and them, they'll do it now. And... I mean, collecting is always going to be like a family thing because you know, my wife and daughter, they bought me my first Funko. And you know, when we started, when, Sophie got a little older. Mm-hmm. Um, she and we did all these mystery boxes. She she always keeps the cool ones, you know. <laughs> and um, you know, 
she's she like looks on the pages and she's like dad can you get me this uh pokemon funko and i'm like okay all right so i mean she's got her own collection of like pokemon she's got like several stitches mm. um some just some random disney ones you know it's, it's a family thing in our house yeah a lot of times brian's like uh do you have this one sophie's looking for this one let me look okay yeah i have it or it's coming in <laughs> so as a collector of them is there a proper way to take care of these because you have some that are signed by some very famous people uh is whereas mine are just sitting in the cardboard is that okie dokie is that kosher or should i be having some type of protective equipment on these things well i'm glad you asked that question <laughs> right here we have you know like pop protectors they are uh, like you know you just kind of close they're like soft protectors okay that's good for like medium ones and um, then seven bucks a pop does one. It's uh, was it? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to reach across. But can I see? Yeah, I was gonna, well, this is one I was gonna say next, but what with the pop armor ones, right? Or, I was gonna say like there's hard hard cases, hard cases, you know, like okay, you know, for the more valuable ones. This, this, one, this one's encapsulated. This part. one's encapsulated. So a company out there called the VVGS, uh, and they'll encapsulate them so it doesn't even come out now. And they grade them. If it's a regular Funko Pop, they'll grade it. This is a custom, so it'll say CM on it. But like, I, I got a Freddy Krueger signed by Robert England that I sent to them, and it's rated like an eight point five or something out of ten. So they look over the box, see if there's any damage, things like that. Signature on it. Is it easier for to to sell those if you don't like you're not present for it? So like, case in point, I just recently sold, uh, and it it was difficult for me to sell because every time I looked at it, I didn't want to sell it but I wanted to sell it uh, issues 48 and 49 at, at a 5.0 of the uh, fantastic fours. And it was the issue 48 and 49, which is the introduction of Galactus silver surfer and yep. uh Uatu, I think was where he didn't first appear, but he made a, a big appearance in those issues and I wanted to sell them, but it was so hard until I put it out of mine out of sight. And then I was able to sell it. Is that the same way with you? I mean, I get it. You have a business, but, you know. My graded ones that I have mm. are ones from my personal collection are going nowhere. Custom okay. Winnie Cooper. I only have, I have a custom Winnie Cooper. I have a Wednesday signed by uh, Chris, Christina Ricci. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you just said that. Did you guys see the trailer for the new Wednesday show? I by did. Tim I sent it to him in our group chat. And he hasn't watched it yet. That I looks great. I can't wait. Okay. So let me ask you this, and this is me being the the honest critic here. How do you feel about the show, the based on that trailer? I'm excited to see it. You know, I, I think they did pretty good with casting. Um, I think Jenna Ortega is going to play a pretty good Wednesday, I think. You know, I think she's done pretty good in the other movies that she's been mm -hmm. in. She's an up-and-coming actress. Um Everyone else was. Catherine Zeta Jones is in it. Yep. I mean, Christina Ricci is going to be in it. But we don't know um, if she's going to be yet. No. That's so, all kept quiet. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's, it's being shown as a, if you look it up, it's being shown as a comedy. It's done by Tim Burton. Yep. And I'm, I'm hesitant on the show. I want to like it, but I don't like it yet. My reason being, is it's giving me the Riverdale vibe. Mm. The Archie Riverdale dark comedy. Like it's it's supposed to be based off Archie, but it's not based off Archie. It's Twilight meets Archie. And I'm worried. 
because yeah. I read the plot to it and I don't want to ruin it for him. Uh, but I read the plot for what the show is going to be and I don't like it. I want to like this because I love the Adams family. Yeah, exactly. I love the Adams family. I, I'm, I'm super, but and that's the thing. I know it's not the original Adams family, but it's my childhood Adams family. And maybe it's that that 90s privilege, you know, nostalgia there that I, I had these two great Adams family movies that I mean, if we're being honest, everything that else has come out Adams family has no, not the been two, good at all. I, I've really watched the what's cartoon versions there. Well, and then like, there was the, the show that was like direct to video with Tim Curry and yeah. all that stuff. It, it, so it's it's oh the movies were great. Christina Ritchie was great back then. I'm glad they kept her. I know a lot of people are hoping that she was gonna play Wednesday again since it is an older yes. character, but they didn't do that. Well, you, know? you gotta have some trust in Tim Burton, though. Yeah. Oh, mm, yeah, looks, but no. That looks way better to me than what's monsters are coming out. Oh, that I, looks horrible. That looks terrible. Oh, that looks like an abomination. Yeah. And I and and here's the thing, because I talked to a good friend about that, and he's like, "Oh, well, you know, he's being truthful to this show." I remember watching the old monster show. I, obviously, I wasn't old enough for it. But right. it, I, I, Rob Zombie is, I, I, I was excited because I was, he was taking, he was stepping out of his normality to an extent. He's mm-hmm. known for his horror movies. He's known for his, his music and props to him from stepping out of his comfort zone to do this. And I know that he meant well, and the, the, I just, did not enjoy anything it about that because yeah, the trailer it does have that indie feel which i know is what he he is known for doing everything independently however it feels like my middle school son did the trailer and <laughs> i can't get behind it what do you think brian i don't know have you seen it did i just let just slap on your <laughs> no but i mean i look at it like worst case scenario we still have like the old shows that we could find. That's true, and, and, and I don't have to watch it, right? right. Well, talking about like old shows and stuff that came back and everything, like yeah. Top Gun, Top Gun. Have you oh. seen the new Top Gun? I, I refuse to. So I have never seen the the first Top Gun because what? I refuse to. No, uh, mostly uh, because I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. I just okay. don't like him as an actor. I'm not. Don't think he's a bad person. I you know I, I don't judge him any other way. I just don't enjoy him as an actor. So I've never seen any of the Mission Impossibles. I know I haven't seen any of those. I have never seen any Top Gun, and I I have seen a few movies with him in it, but like for the most part, he's just not my he's not my cup of tea. He doesn't appeal to me as an actor. Top Gun was really good, especially after twenty years. They did a okay. great job with that. I know a lot of people are going to. I'm not sure about. It, and they came out and they're like, "Wow, this is great." I I, I went. I, it was great. Definitely now, from the military point of view, I can't enjoy that movie because I know all the stuff he did in the second one because I we talked about it and I was like, yeah. nope, nope, the, he totally wouldn't get away with that. No, his he right. would fired so yeah, Captain's oh, Mask instantaneously because yeah. they're all Navy guys and I'm like, no, that that would definitely wouldn't have gone down that way. <laughs> but it's and I'm sure there's Funkos for those guys. Is there... I don't even think there's any Top Gun Funkos yet. Really? No, I I, in, yeah. in my mind, I'm yeah, just imagining Tom Cruise in his fighter jet, and then you have Goose, and you have Maverick, you have the nostalgia ones. Funko Pop to get on these. Um, 
right? Like, like just imagine they're like their head sitting in a like super undersized jet. <laughs> it would great. Sell, right? I yeah. just made it. Absolutely. A custom Funko Pop right there. Like, like, like how have you how have they not done that? That's I mean, here's the other thing. Couldn't they do with the X-Wing they could do through the, the Millennium Falcon? I've got what, what's that one over there with Yoda? You got Yoda, Yoda in the X-Wing. Yoda, Yoda with next to the X-Wing. So is that a custom or is that the, the, something they did? No, that's something they did. Okay, so why couldn't they have done that with Top Gun? Right. Could be a licensing. It issue. might be a licensing. Oh, um, yeah. And take that into consideration. Because there's a lot of other. What's there's some like um there's hardly I don't think there's any Mario Brothers or anything like that. You know how much that would sell. Oh, Nintendo is Mario, so strict on their Zelda, stuff. All that stuff. Yeah. No. No. You can't not touch Nintendo yet. things. Well, nope. actually, I'm sure. No, I take that back because unless Niantic and Game Freak gave permission for the Pokemon ones. Because I don't know if Nintendo owns them or not. Interesting. Yeah, it's got I'm me thinking now. <laughs> I think they're the um, what's the company that uh, made them? Uh, Game Freak. I, I know. I know Nintendo made games of them, but I'm sure that was yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, that could that could absolutely be a thing because I know it's Niantic and Game Freak own Pokemon, so I don't know if Nintendo owns them. But Nintendo does own Mario and the zelda link franchise so those right. are the yeah and you don't the last time they let somebody do something with their product we ended up with the super mario brothers movie the original and we <laughs> just don't talk greatest? about that <laughs> wasn't that the greatest of all time come on Who doesn't want this to is how you get kicked off my show really quick <laughs> we 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 did a whole episode dedicated to how bad we talked about video games to movies and I swear, uh, out of that, I, I want to say that episode was probably about an hour and a half. We spent a good 45 minutes just crapping all over that movie, talking about how terrible it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that was terrible. Definitely. What do you think, the Sonic? I've never seen them. No? No, I've sure, never right? seen them. Oh. Uh, just because I couldn't, I saw Jim Carrey being <laughs> yeah. Dr. Robotnik, and I was like, nope, nope I'm out. Like, I like, I like Jim Carrey. I do. I love him as an actor. I really, really do. I like a lot of his stuff, but I was just like, hmm. I I, I don't know. It. I, uh... Does he take you out of it because of Jim Carrey? Yeah, because I, I really see him in so many other things. Like, dude, honestly, that's Ace Ventura right there. That's Pet Detective. Yeah, yeah like, Pet Detective. That is hardcore. And so it's it's hard to go back to that and look at that and go. Maybe one day I'll watch it like when my kids want to watch it. I'm like, all right, you know what? I regret my decision not seeing this earlier. I've I've heard nothing but good things. Really have. Yeah. It, and and that's the other the problem, you know. Uh it, I mean, you guys have you have a kids. Uh Brian, Rob, do you have kids? Oh, my you, daughter, yes. Daughter, she's daughter, you said your daughter. Yeah, right. We just we just talked about yeah, her yeah. custom pop. I'm a monster. Uh but like <laughs> you have to prioritize your stuff and then it's finding time. I had twin toddlers and I have an eleven year old. But what do you have? A nine-year-old and a one-year-old. Nine and one, so. Yeah. Two and a half and then 11. And I come to you from the future, my friend. Oh, puberty sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, at 11, I, I was like, like, wait, this is this this is happening now? I thought I had a couple more years. Mm. Uh, nope. <laughs> no. Believe me, she's nine going on, like, 13. It's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you have no. You know nothing, Jon Snow. 
Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Listen, if I had hair, I'd pull it out. <laughs> No, but it's it's cool. Um, it, it, I honestly I like the fact that you guys got your families into this hobby as well. I I think that is it takes it to a whole different level with nerd culture and then and your fandoms is being able to bond and do something special to where the whole family gets that enjoyment out of it. That is very neat. Um, gentlemen, I know you said you were talking about so you got some stuff you guys are coming up that you're going yeah. to yeah yeah so um. One of my really good friends, uh, Tom Ringwald, he runs mm-hmm. uh, the Tommy Tattoo Convention in Hartford, Connecticut, and he's got his 10th anniversary tattoo convention. So um, October 14th through the 16th, we'll be there set up with a booth. Um, I don't know if Brian will be with me, might, maybe for a day or so, but myself, my daughter will probably be there. Um, we'll be selling some Funko Pops and stuff out of there. I'll be so. across the way getting a tattoo. <laughs> I want to get it. I Dude, I honestly, uh, so I'm getting paid now to be a dm for dungeons and dragons now so it's um and i originally started doing this as i wanted to go play DD because i am the forever dm and they were like hey we need another dm and i was like all right i'll do this once just to help out and people had so much fun they kept asking they, people were requesting me and he's like hey you're gonna nice. do this again right and i'm like yeah all right i'm in i'll do it <laughs> and so awesome. I need to get like a D20 and it just underneath it says forever DM on like tattooed on my wrist. Um, however, I want to say this. We need to get your friend on the show and talk about tattoos and nerd culture because that is a whole franchise in itself. I'm sure he's got some really cool stories. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he like I said, he runs at Tattoo Convention and then he also runs one. That's the 10th anniversary one. He runs one that we were at this year. So I'm going to go pops down and... Uh... Was Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun. He runs that with Steve Taft, who is one of the winners from um, Tattoo Master, um, one of the tattoo shows, and he's from Connecticut there. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. Good for them. Um, Yeah, he's he sells the ink worldwide. He's one of the biggest suppliers of the tattoo ink. His Starbright ink is like well known. So, um, he puts the tattoo convention together. It's a great time. I'm the only person that sells anything like that there, which is great for me. (laughs) <laughs> so do, do, do people you've done this have you done this tattoo convention before three years now okay do people buy the, your your funko pops and then go run over to somebody and say tattoo this on me i haven't had that happen yet but like a lot of the tattoo artists and everyone are always kind of like oh we don't expect anyone like this to be here and now we get the normal customers i bought from you last year and everything do you have this can you bring this yeah i'll bring it to you tomorrow um how does it make time- you feel to know That's that people awesome. remember, isn't that that good, warm, fuzzy yep. feeling? Yeah, yeah. Even at some of the other events, we'll be at um, someone come. You were at the tattoo come out. I was like, yeah, that was me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so like the events that we do, like I could honestly care less if I sold one thing. Like I would just love, I just love sitting there and talking nerd stuff to people all day. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Tattoos and and comic book stuff and movie stuff and you know, dude, I'll do that all day. I, I tell you what, you guys totally need to come up to southington uh i gotta figure out when it is i've got to talk to the hardcore sweets bakery these people were on uh cupcake wars they that's all these cupcake competitions they have the sweet awesome bakery here locally and they ran this flea market punk rock flea market festival or flea market uh a couple weeks ago there was close to a thousand people here of just like every kind of alternative background you saw i saw this little old lady who 
couldn't be she was like at least 70 years old with a like three foot tall like neon blue mohawk sail <laughs> and i was just like yes it was so cool there was just so much nerdy alternative like vibes out there it was an absolute blast um you guys would definitely fit in and have a great time there i'm telling that would you definitely what, be fun. absolutely i met these what i met these day, people like brandon and silent thing what was that i want to know the date i want to go next year <laughs> uh it's it's happening in October. Okay. I know they're doing it again in October. It, they they didn't think it was going to be this big, and and, and I don't want to spoil too much because they are coming on the show to actually talk about it. Uh, but yeah, we had sat down and talked to them, and they were like, "Dude, we weren't expecting this because they were like, well, it, it was supposed to be a flea market, but it got turned into this really cool venue. Like there was a taxidermist there selling stuff. Uh, oh. there was an asylum photographer there. Um." There was uh, two guys, comics and collectibles were there. Uh, yeah. There was all of these. There was gothic artists. There was alternative artists. There was just every kind of vibe. Everything from like Green Day to Misfits to Gore was there. Like get, get those vibes. And nobody, there was no negativity. There was, it was just positive vibes out there the entire time. Everybody was there appreciating and just giving the love just as it should be. And I cannot say anything but good things about it to the point where I didn't even know this thing was going on. And so I was like, I have to talk to the people that ran this because this is just like, it was, it remember when Pokemon go first popped out and like, everybody's yep. like, Holy crap, this is a phenomenon. <laughs> that is exactly how it was. It was completely slammed downtown, just punk rock stuff everywhere. Loved That's it. Awesome. Well, you just mentioned uh, the two guys' comics and everything, yes. too. Carl and them, awesome Carl guys. That's great guys. That's another thing about, like, this business and everything, this whole little culture and group. Is, you know, Carl needs something. He'll reach out to me. He's like, do you have this? So I'm like, yeah, or no. You know, I love Carl. You know, I, we were at the Boston Fan Expo. We saw, like, uh, Bill from, like, Zombie Hideout. He's there. He's like, oh, you got a booth set up here? I was like, no, I don't today. But, you know, just having conversations with people and everything. Yeah, dude, we were walking by. I saw Carl and, uh, like, when I first like walked in on friday night and then we ran into him on saturday and then like i gave him one of my pens so because he wanted to get something signed yeah yeah so we're all we're all buddies like he like he messaged him for like an obi-wan kenobi funko he didn't have it so i was like brian he he messaged me but uh i didn't i the one that he wanted i think that is the one i got signed oh yeah but he wanted getting a really dope one signed so yeah it was a whole nice group of people so there's there's definitely a community here. Uh, so so let me wrap up on this question then. Um, how do you find a Funko Pop community to do this? Where is like the community mostly located? It's a little bit all over. You I know? mean, there are like a whole bunch of like Funko community Facebook groups. Like there's a um one for Connecticut Funko. There's like the Rhode, Rhode Island, Island Massachusetts, really you yep. know. Um, you know, North Funko, Northeast Funko Beasts or something. There's there's so many. They're they're all out there. You just type in Funko and there's like, boom. Yeah. So nice. another one that the, the uh, Massachusetts Rhode Island Funko Group, one of the best groups out there. You know, John, nice. he's a great guy. Lets you post stuff when you try to sell something or people looking for stuff. Um, that's a great well, group. More importantly, where can the good people out there in Nerd Nation? Uh, where can they find you, gentlemen, if they're interested in purchasing and researching Funko Pops? Galaxy Pops and Beyond on Instagram. Okay. Is the 
Instagram. We're working on setting up some other stuff and everything. We know we're just getting things together, but okay. Instagram is where our main thing is right now. Um, we also do live auctions on whatnot, but we mm-hmm. do it under the name the Pop Realm. Okay. So that's what uh, my buddy Justin and I started the Pop Realm, and then Brian came along and everything. And we had that's when we were doing like YouTube stuff. Um, but we have really good following on there, so we stuck with that on whatnot. Okay. Cool. We'll definitely have to post some links up in here. Um, gentlemen, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show tonight. It has been an absolute blast. Um, I did have walked away a little older, a little wiser, a little more knowledge in the way of Funko. Um, I greatly appreciate that. Um, and you said the next event to where we find you guys is going to be at the, it's, say it one more time for the ladies and gentlemen out there. The Tommy Tattoo Convention at the Hartford uh, Convention Center, October 14th through the 16th. October 14th through the 16th. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it right here on the DNA Podcast. Buy some, I was going to say, come buy some Funkos, yeah. get some tattoos, have some fun, you know. Talk oh, yeah. Candy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm going to be coming. That's going to be not too long after Disney. So I'm definitely going to have to stop by and try to go maybe get a turn to We'll see. Um, <laughs> it's been my wife listens to this episode or not. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. As always, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, please, please, please rate and review. We love those rate and reviews. We can only get better. Um, we're also on Instagram and Facebook, so please like and follow us at DNA Pod or on Twitter at Nerd DNA Pod or on our webpage, nerddnapod.com. I am your host, Steve Pugh, and I've been joined by the nerdy dads from Galaxy Pops and Beyond, Rob and Brian. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Definitely can't wait till next time, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely have to have you guys on again and talking yeah. about all this stuff. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Good night.